KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. For the past few years, it seems like everyone has been talking about pickleball. The people who play it are super into it. So we drove around the country and I played in probably 30 different cities and I was hooked. Which, if you don't play, can kind of make you roll your eyes and think, yeah, no thanks. One of them suggested pickleball. I said, that's a stupid name. I'll never play it. (laughs) But more and more people keep jumping on board. And it's converting a lot of skeptics. Pickleball is a lot of fun. I always say, don't knock it till you try it. Because everyone does, myself included. They run a big event in New Jersey, over 700 players. They run one in uh, Philly, and the, the scope and size of it just keeps growing exponentially. What is the big deal with this silly named sport? What even is pickleball? This is the John Cast, a podcast about interesting and unexpected stories from Philadelphia. I'm Sabrina Boyd Serka, and this week, we're playing pickleball, baby. We're going to find out why people are so drawn to this sport and where it came from. And we'll even give it the old college try ourselves to see if it's really as much fun as people say. Dan Wheeler is one of the OG pickleball players in the area. He was introduced to me by another local player as the godfather of Philadelphia pickleball. He's always been an athletic guy. I I recently counted, I, I believe I played 13 different racket sports. He first discovered pickleball around 20 years ago. I was at a conference for uh, physical education, recreation, health, and they had a seminar on pickleball. This was the like early 2000. And uh, we actually set up a court in the ballroom. So I played a little there. And I was working for the Department of Recreation at the time. And I thought, well, this would be a great activity for kids. When he came back home, Dan set up a pickleball court for kids at King Sessing Recreation Center. But it didn't stick. Pickleball didn't really take off in Philly until almost 10 years later. There was this guy, a Stan Shoemaker, who started the very first pickleball meetup. Our very first meeting was in January of 2009, the Northeast Racquet Club. And then two years after that, when I started in Chestnut Hill, I, I branched off and started Northwest Philly Pickleball. Dan recruited more and more players, and other groups started to form. There are six different Philadelphia meetups now. So that's how pickleball got going in Philly. But where did it come from originally? For that, we have to go back even further and far from Philadelphia to 1965 in Washington state. Congressman Joel Pritchard had a house on Bainbridge Island. And one day, his family was bored and looking for something to do. They had a badminton court, but they didn't have a full set of rackets. So, Pritchard and his friend Bill Bell found some ping pong paddles and started making up a game for the family. Other people have helped refine the rules over the years, but basically, that was it. Pickleball. There doesn't seem to be a definitive answer on who came up with the name. One theory revolves around a dog. The family that uh, had the very first court on Bainbridge Island, they had a dog named Pickles and Pickles would uh, scoop up the ball, whatever, and run off with it because it was Pickles' ball. That was cute, and it worked for a long time, but then a lot of people started saying, you know, that's not, it's really not true. Whenever I read articles now, I hear that in crew rowing, there's a, a boat called the, the Pickle Boat. The people in the Pickle Boat are the ones that couldn't make the team, so they're like second stringers. 
the wife of the congressman, she said that the sport reminded her of the pickle boat. Dan thought maybe in the way that the pickle boat held all the leftover people who didn't make the cut, pickle ball used all the leftover things that were hanging around the estate for other sports. Our digital fellow, Bibiana Correa, did some research on this and heard a different reason. What I had heard was like the wife was like, oh, because right there was all those different elements. I thought she was like, because when you make pickles, you put a lot of random stuff together to make them. Okay. I don't know if any of those explanations make sense, but I do know the actual game has nothing to do with pickles. The basic idea of pickleball is like most other racket sports, hitting a ball back and forth across a net. If your team serves and your opponent misses the ball or hits it out of bounds, you get a point. But it's not exactly like any other racket sport. You'll hear a lot of comparisons to tennis and a lot of people who disagree with those comparisons. The way I would describe it, it's not mini tennis. Andrew Friedman is one of the many people that Dan brought on board. Now, Andrew is the Philadelphia ambassador for USA Pickleball. He organizes meetups and works with city parks to get pickleball courts set up. It's played with paddles and a wiffle ball and their strategy in trying to uh, move your opponent out of position and, you know, get a weaker shot out of the uh, opponent. Bibiana and I met up with Andrew at Seeger Park, where he runs the Center City Pickleball Meetup. Braden Keith is also part of that group and does a bunch of other stuff in the local pickleball community. Right now, he's working on opening a new indoor facility in Malvern. I would describe it as a racket sport that emphasizes strategy and impatience over speed and power and strength. That emphasis on strategy makes the sport easy to pick up, even if you're not super athletic. With something like tennis, you need a lot of training to be any good. With pickleball? I think what's cool about it is that it's a sport that's very easy to get good enough to play at, but there's still enough depth that you can really put the work in and get great if you want to. The court is also half the size of a tennis court, and you almost always play with four people rather than two. That means you have a lot less ground to cover than in tennis. It's a lot less running and easier motion, which is why a lot of older people play pickleball. But Andrew says the crowd has changed over the years. A lot of young people have, uh, are attracted to it. When I first started 10 years ago, it was primarily known for a, uh, you know, an older population retired. Now, a lot of young people figured out this is a fun sport for them too. And they, they're young and they're quick and athletic. They play it and they have fun. One of the regular players in Andrew's Center City meetup group is Marnie Ehrlich. She's 49 and works as an occupational therapist. I was a tennis player when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I live very close to this park and someone knew I liked tennis and Mm -hmm. said, there's a meetup group at Seeger. You should come and play pickleball. Mm -hmm. I went one night and then was hooked. The group meets three times a week. Saturday nights are reserved for beginners, and more advanced players join on Sundays and Wednesdays. Pickleball can definitely get competitive, but for most of this group, it's all about having fun and making friends. It's quite social because there's, especially in doubles, there's four people on a court. You can kind of chat during the play and you're closer together, so it's easier to chat than, like, let's say, a tennis court where you're farther apart. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of socialization happening off the court, too. We have uh, four courts going. We have anywhere from 24 to 30 people showing up at night. And 
they play uh, a game. It can be 10, 15 minutes. So four people come off, and then they, uh, four people come in, and they're on the sidelines. And unlike other tennis, where you have four people or two people, you play for an hour and then you leave. Here we have a group of people, 24 to 30 people, and they're socializing on the side. They're talking to each other. They're getting to know each other. And now what's happened, all these people, they play at the events, but they form relationships with, and they form groups, and they have team reach or WhatsApp, and they say, hey, let's get together and play another day. Andrew and Marnie are both in that older demographic that you might expect to play pickleball. Lori Metzler, on the other hand, is 24. She's one of the younger folks that are starting to become the majority of the group. Like a lot of other 20-somethings, she started playing pickleball with her parents. My parents started playing first and told me that they thought I would like it, which I thought that it was not going to be enjoyable. Um, they were like, no, just try, try it once. So I went once and I've been playing ever since. <laughs> I always say it's a good sport that you can play with all ages. My whole family plays, so there's not many sports that my parents, as well as my you know, athletic younger brother, all of us can play and it'd be an even game, I guess. Mm-hmm. You can't go play basketball with your parents. That's not going to be mm-hmm. much fun. So, yeah, and I mean, it's a great way to meet people. When I was moving to the city, I mean, I have friends here, but not a lot. So it's just a nice way to get out of the house and meet people. Listen, making new friends as an adult is hard. You don't have these built-in spaces or activities where everyone has something in common like you did in school. Recreational sports leagues are kind of the closest thing. Pickleball is like the new kickball in that way. Brayden says it brings together a wide variety of people. I'm not going to lie. I think of it as kind of like an, you know, older waspy country club kind of thing. At first thought, like that's what comes to mind. I, I meet and spend time with people I have no business meeting and spending time with. We play pickleball with billionaires. We play pickleball with artists. We play pickleball with with people from West Philly and South Philly and North Philly and the suburbs. I don't know if there's any race um, data out there. I wouldn't want, you know, from my experience, it's it's diverse. It is mostly white, but it's not exclusively. You know, it's there's definitely, I think, a lot of diversity in the sport at every cut of the demographic. So I think that's super important. Pickleball has been around since the 60s, but its popularity has skyrocketed across the globe, mostly in the last few years. Maybe a year or two back, there was about four and a half million people uh, playing pickleball. The latest figures show about 8.9 million are playing a game. Projections are by the end of the decade, about 20 million people are going to be playing the game. Why is this catching on now? Everyone's first thought is the pandemic. People were looking for something social that they could do outside. And that's definitely part of it. But then, why pickleball? Why didn't tennis or softball or hiking get as big of a boost? For one, pickleball is something new to most people. And that's intriguing. Even just the name sparks curiosity. Stephen Conger is the USA Pickleball Regional Director for the North Mid-Atlantic region, New York down to West Virginia. But he wasn't always sold on the sport. I've been playing, I think, about six years. Uh, I was playing tennis with three other soccer dads. Two of them were terrible. They couldn't even serve. So uh, one of them suggested pickleball. I said, that's a stupid name. I'll never play it. (laughs) Uh, After continuously beating them, it just got old. So I said, all right. Uh, Within a couple points, I'm like, this is way better. Uh, I haven't played an actual tennis game since then. Dan Wheeler has seen similar responses to the name. A lot of people said years ago that 
with a name like that, that, that sport's not going anywhere. You know, people laughed, but you know, they're not laughing today. It's distinctive. I mean, you remember it. So maybe that's part of why the media started picking up on pickleball. Once it got some press coverage, then it became part of pop culture. You may have heard of some of the top professional athletes from football and like Tom Brady have become involved in pickleball and buying teams that have major league pickleball. You see pickleball in on TV commercials. It spread like wildfire. And now there are huge waiting lists for courts and events. It's addictive, it's fun, it's social. And as you see, the ease of entry into it is so quick and fast. And you, you've got the bug already and you want to play some more. Andrew is not using the generic theoretical you there. I am not an athletic person, but... I felt like I wouldn't be doing my due diligence as a reporter if I didn't try pickleball for myself. I'll tell you how that went in just a minute. Welcome back to the Johncast. I'm Sabrina Boyd-Serka. We've been doing a lot of talking about pickleball, but as Center City player Lori Metzler says, Don't knock it till you try it. One Thursday afternoon, I went down to Seeger Park with my Johncast teammates, Bibiana Correa and Holly Stevens, to learn how to play pickleball. The times that I've played tennis, I've been very bad at. Oh, I love this. This is great. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was pretty intimidated. The Philly pickleball pros, Andrew Friedman, Braden Keith, and Stephen Conger, were all there to help. All the courts were full, and several of the other teams playing knew Braden and Andrew. They all clearly played together regularly, and I had no clue what I was doing. But Andrew and Braden were really great teachers. Steven played the vital role of holding the recorder so we could go all in. We started out slow, just casually hitting the ball back and forth across the net. (laughs) With any other racket sport I've ever tried, pretty much only in high school gym class, I feel like I just completely missed the ball 90% of the time. And we did our fair share of chasing the ball around. But we were also volleying back and forth for pretty long stretches. It actually wasn't that hard to hit the ball. I think because it's a little bigger than a tennis ball and we were closer together, I felt like I was getting it pretty quickly. Very good. That was outstanding. Good. Wow. Perfect. Okay, next victim. There are some great YouTube videos if you actually want to learn, or you can take a lesson from Andrew or Brayden yourself. In the end, we managed to play a pretty good game, at least from my beginner perspective. Okay, zero, zero, two. Good. Whoa, there you go, there you go. Okay. Hey, that was a real point. There you go. 10, 8, 2, Ready, Holly, game's on the line, no pressure. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hit it. We tap our paddles, the game, the game, the game, and we play After we played, Braden, Andrew, and Steven called over another player, Dustin, to show us what a real game looks like. So, yeah, we were playing pretty slowly in comparison. But still, I didn't feel like I was bad. It felt really good to hit the ball. Braden says your brain gets a little rush of dopamine every time the ball hits the paddle, and that can be a lot of times in a game. And every time I missed, I knew I could do better. It was like playing a video game, or any game really, where you just want one more shot at it. 
Yeah, I can see how it's addictive. When anything gets this popular this fast, it's bound to have some growing pains. The biggest problem right now is the lack of space. Courts are in high demand and get reserved super quickly. We have our meetup that we have three days a week, and people can sign up a week in advance, uh, 8 a.m. Uh, the previous week. So at 8.05 today for next Wednesday, we were fully booked. So that's how quickly they, uh, they go. In most cases, like at Seeger Park, tennis courts are being repurposed for pickleball, which means tennis players have to fight with pickleball players for those reservations. Part of Andrew and Stephen's work as USA Pickleball ambassadors is to find new places for courts. Right now, there are six central places for pickleball meetups in Philly. Seeger Park, FDR Park, Fairmount, Fishtown, Northeast Philly, and Chestnut Hill, plus a bunch more in the suburbs and New Jersey. But you have to be careful where you put a pickleball court. Chestnut Hill has run into some issues. In Chestnut Hill, they said the tennis players are nicer than the pickleball players, which I disagree with, but that's what the neighbors told the, the city council. When they put the dedicated courts in, they, the play was so every day, every night, that the, you know, the neighborhood finally just couldn't take the noise anymore. So they made a big stink about it and they cut back the hours. Just imagine hearing this outside your house, over and over, at all hours of the day. If the city can find appropriate places that aren't too close to people's homes, or private companies can build more indoor courts, there's potential for pickleball to grow in new ways. Braden is the marketing and operations manager for Bounce, a new indoor facility opening in Malvern in June. He's hoping it will serve as a space where anyone can play at any time of the year, and also where players can get training if they want to go pro. There are a lot of tournaments popping up in the area, some offering $100,000 or more in prizes. So pickleball could be a legitimate career path. Is there potential for this to go like even more professional? Could you see an Olympic pickleball yeah. team someday? I have a lot of opinions on the Olympics specifically because I work in the Olympics. Oh. Um, and so I, I don't think it's close to being in the Olympics. A lot of people want okay. it there. I don't think it needs the Olympics either. Um, I think a key part of the future is what it can do for urban areas. There's a lot of things that make it good, especially for a city like Philadelphia that needs more recreational opportunities. There's lots of people looking at how to develop youth programs. And that's when a sport takes a turn, right? When people start playing it at eight, nine, 10 years old, yeah. not only do they get really, really good by the time they're adults, but they have a different sort of relationship with the sport that can change the economics of it. We talked a bit about diversity earlier. Having more urban pickleball courts could expand the sport to more black and brown communities. And when kids see people playing pickleball across the street, they don't think of it as a sport for older people. It just looks fun. Something noteworthy happened last night. We were doing our uh, regular event, and about five or six African-American kids came over, and they had paddles. And I saw a couple of them playing earlier, and they somehow found an interest in it and were wanted to play. They couldn't get into our event because, you know, we have to sign up and all that stuff. So they came out here and they played pickleball foursquare. They invented a new game with their pickleball <laughs> paddles and their pickleballs. And that's that's part of the fun of getting kids into it. They, they're so creative. Yeah. And... I love that. Everyone seems to have really short attention spans these days. Something like pickleball could just be a trend that dies out as quickly as it caught on. But these guys don't think that will happen. 
Not if they have anything to say about it. It's not a flash-in-the-pan kind of sport. It's going to be here for, for a long time, just like tennis or any other sport. And the potential is through the roof. But I think every pickleball player in the city also sees that opportunity to contribute to the solutions of some of the city's problems. We, if those courts get built, there are people like Andrew and Steven and myself that will come and create programs, engaging youth and, and low cost. There's all kind of great things that can come from it and we're happy to do the work. We just kind of need them to work with us. The Johncast is a production of KYW News Radio Original Podcast, and it's made in Philadelphia by Tom Rickert, Brian Seltzer, Myron Kaplan, Holly Stevens, Bibiana Correa, and me, Sabrina Boyd Circa. If you're interested in trying pickleball, or if you already play and want to find a group in Philly, look for the Philadelphia Pickleball Facebook group or visit the link in our show notes. You can follow us on Twitter at The Johncast, where we'll post some pictures and video of our pickleball game. And if you like what you're hearing or have some thoughts you want to share, please let us know. Send us a tweet or follow us and leave us a review on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back with another story soon.